Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Unsportsmanlike here on Know Your News. We are your source for the worst and some of the weirdest things that happen in sports. I am Greg Cherry, joined alongside Pat McAfee's cousin, Jarrett Bailey. <laughs> you're going to get a lot of that, I'm sure. Uh, Jarrett, you know, there's a lot of baseball going on right now. We're right before the All-Star break, and you know, a lot is happening. You know, we're not quite to football season yet. We're getting there. Mm -hmm. uh, but you know, what do you think of what's going on in sports right now? I mean, the big news, of course, is you know the Steelers renaming their stadium. Is it is it Arkashire or I don't Ak know. Akersher, I, I, I don't even remember what it was. All I know is that I hate it. I'm still going to call it Heinz Field. That's the yeah. thing that I've. I think a lot that a lot of uh, Pittsburghers are going to be referring it to as as Heinz Field, regardless of if that's what it's called anymore. But uh, yeah, no, this is exciting. It feels like an event. We've got a fun graphic with our names on it. So yeah, no, this feels, uh, this feels important. Yeah. That's Akersher. I'm not sure. Or who knows? Uh, but anyway, it is a big week in Pittsburgh sports because of that. Maybe not exactly the most positive news. Cause it's so weird. I mean, Heinz, Heinz is a staple of the Pittsburgh area. Oh yeah. And now, now we're named after an insurance company in Michigan. It seems very, very weird. Hey, whatever gets them bucks, I guess, you know, let's chase the money. I would have, they should have just went. So like name it, Ben Roethlisberger stadium for all I care. Just, just go full on generic with it. Yeah. I, I heard Rooney stadium. I suggested sheet stadium, but that's just me. Sheets. Sheets. I mean, I, I, mean, mean, I like sheets, but yeah. I mean, I mean, you're not going to call it Wawa Stadium. That wouldn't make any well, sense. Well, sure, yeah. That, that's, no. like an, that's like an Eagles thing. Yeah. But anyway, we are going to talk about some of the worst plays uh, and some of the strangest things that we've seen in sports. And like I mentioned, there is a lot of baseball going on. And uh, one of the plays I noticed was uh, during the Angels and the Astros game, uh, there was one play where uh, Taylor Ward got a good hit, but he was not paying attention. And if you look at uh, near the end of this play, you can see if you look at Ward, he's not on the bag. He hit he hit it to the outfield, and he was stopped, so he was going to get a single, but he wasn't looking, and he got tagged out. Yeah, no, like, again, not going to pretend to be the largest of a baseball experts, but it feels like the Angels are very much a two-man show right now. And uh, if Shohei Otani and or Mike Trout aren't doing something out of this world, it's just same old angels. They just got swept by the Orioles, if I'm not mistaken. Poor guys. I'm How do you sure get swept that... by the Orioles? Like, that's almost, that's impressive. I, hey, listen, as a Yankees fan, I'm surprised anybody gets swept by the Orioles. I mean, the Dodgers got swept by the Pirates. Maybe it's something weird in the L.A. waters. I have no idea. Or the, the Anaheim waters or wherever they actually play games. I, yeah, I don't know, man. The Angels are bad unless, again, like Shohei Otani is doing something that hasn't been done since like 1742 and Mike Trout's batting 790. Like it's outside of that, like you'd think that both of them, one of them's a pitcher too, by the way, which is insane. You think, you know, they get something going at least, but they've got no depth whatsoever those poor guys swept by the orioles yeah the last time i remember the angels relevant was the angels in the outfield movie in the 90s maybe that's just me and i'm not even a movie guy and i watch that i feel like they were good when vladimir guerrero was there at some point oh that's probably true. i'm gonna look this up i'm gonna while you pull up the second 
this next thing. I'm looking to see like the Angels record by year. Yeah, because maybe it's just me not being a hardcore baseball fan. I yeah. like baseball. Don't get me wrong. I was just at the Pirates-Yankees game last Wednesday, which was so much fun for me as a Yankees fan. But you know, I, I'm not caught up with all the stats. It's not as easy to keep track of everything as it is with football. And there is a lot of stuff with football. Maybe it's just me too, but baseball has some absurd statistics. Like they have, they have at least six qualifiers for every statistic. It seems. Yeah. All right. So the last time they were a playoff team was 2014, and they were swept in the divisional series three nothing. <laughs> okay. And then the last time they were a playoff team before that was 2009, and they lost in the ALCS in six games. So not a lot of success. I do remember that ALCS, good times. Yeah, but they did have, I uh, made five playoff appearances in six years from, yeah, the early 2000s. So I was somewhat right about that. But yeah, they haven't been, they're relevant right now because they've got two of the best players to ever play on their team, and yet they still can't. They're not a, they're the 38 and 49 at the time of recording this, Greg. Hey, listen, stranger things have happened. After the All-Star break, they could Don't say that, by the way. If I hear the phrase stranger things again, I'm going to launch a brick through my TV. I've never seen the show, so I can't. I've watched the first three seasons. It's just not for me. It wasn't for you, but you watched the first three seasons. Well, my sister wanted me to, and being the good brother that I am, yeah. We just, like, binged it for, like, three days, and I was like, yeah, I mean, I didn't hate it, but I'm not going to watch it anymore. Now I think I just hate it because everybody talks about it and I'm tired of hearing about it. I mean, that's a good way to uh, get sick of something. Anyway, we're going back to uh, baseball. The weird things happen in Ohio sports. It's not just baseball that happens. I mean, it seems to be football, basketball, anything. Anything weird always seems to happen to the Ohio teams. And it happened in this game uh, with the Guardians against the Royals. Uh, Luke Mayle, Mailey. Somebody who knows baseball better than me can tell me. If, um, if he sees this and we butchered it, we're sorry, Luke. Yeah, we're sorry, Luke. You make more money than us. It's fine. Um, but uh, yeah, anyway, I'm not sorry, Luke. <laughs> yeah, Never mind. You're you're fine. You, you, yeah, you're doing. You fine. have a paid off house and all that stuff. Well, hopefully, I don't know your financial situation, uh, Luke. Anyway, for the Guardians, he almost hit a home run. Almost, almost, and somehow got the ball stuck. In the wall. And like at at that point, like I'd almost rather do that because you're going to hit other home runs in your career. You're never going to do that again. No. And that wasn't even a home run. They called it a ground rule double. Like it's impressive at that point. So it didn't bounce or anything, right? No. If it would have bounced, it wouldn't have been as impressive because if bounces happen all the time. Yeah. But like to get it to aim there and to get it stuck in the wall, I mean, you're not going to do that shot again. Oh, no. Unless you're like dude perfect or something. You're not going to do that shot again. No, never. That's what I'm saying. Like, I'd almost rather have that happen than, you know, just another normal dinger. Like, at least you've got something to point back to and be like, yeah, I got (laughs) to, I somehow did the physically impossible and got a ball that I jacked from 430 feet stuck between two walls. Yeah. I mean, the aim of that is incredibly impressive. Maybe he has a good golf game. God knows I don't. I've actually never tried. I'm it's sure fun to try. 
I, I'm sure it is fun to try. Um, I'll have to do that at some point. But I, I just mentioned I was at the Pirates-Yankees game on Wednesday. And a lot of things I noticed, because there were a lot of foul balls hit that game, a lot of fans love to try and dive for these balls. Like, like they're diving for like thousands of dollars if they get that. Um, and unfortunately, I'm mobilia junkies. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I'm not one of those people. No. Um, an Atlanta Braves fan made a bold attempt to catch a ball, and he did so unsuccessfully and managed to land face first on stadium seating. I bet that felt great. He looks oh. like that. Um, oh, his name's gonna escape me, but he's a, a younger comedian. He has a podcast. Um, that's gonna piss me off. But that's who he looks like from the side, at least. I'm gonna have to look this up. I think his name's Skyler. Skyler Hoffman. Does that sound? Does that sound right? I have no idea. The only Skyler I know in the entertainment business. Wow. Okay. In the entertainment business is Skylar Aston. That's the only one I'm aware of. Okay, let's see who Skylar Hoffman is, because I've spoke this into the universe. Skylar Hoffman, machine learning engineer. And that's not him. <laughs> yeah, probably I, not I, the same guy. Yeah, I'm going to assume it's not the same guy. But that's who it, it looked like from the side. It's amazing to me. And he was completely fine. He, he no-sold the crap out of that one. He, he took the stadium seat to the face. He, he got the ball. You, to his credit, he got it. Well, I mean, that's good. Yeah, just a painful just way sacrificing your nose for nothing. Yeah. Something else I noticed, as much as this guy, <laughs> baseball fans can't catch worth a damn. Well, yeah. No, I mean, granted, I mean, those balls are coming fast, you know, they are. phrasing. <laughs> nice. It's one of those things that, you know, you, you bring a glove to the – to the game, hoping to catch a foul ball. And people still do that. You have no idea There, there were at least in like the section that my dad and I were in, there were at least like 50, 60 people with clubs hoping to catch a foul ball. Like if you're a kid, that's one thing. If you're like a 47 year old man still doing that, you should probably be institutionalized. Grown adults. There were grown adults doing it too. Yeah, no, we should put them on some sort of watch list. I was I wasn't among them. I mean, I was among them, but I wasn't one of those people. It's, I, I kind of jokingly reached for, you know, an Aaron Judge throw to hopefully catch it, but he threw it to the second deck. So is what it is. Mm-hmm. Next up, speaking of Aaron Judge and the Yankees, uh, the Yankees and the Red Sox had a series where they split uh, over the weekend. Uh, Aaron Judge, he's, yes. he's a tall son bitch. He is. I got to witness a grand slam by him on Wednesday. That was fun. That's good. I'm glad. I'm happy yeah. for you. Yes. And it's funny because that game had two grand slams, the game against the Pirates. Did it? And it's, oh, was, it's that, was that the one that they won 20 to nothing or whatever the hell it was? Yeah, 16 to nothing they won yeah. that game. Okay. Um, but the funny thing is, like with that game, there were only 86 games I looked in Major League Baseball history that had multiple grand slams by a single team. Really? 86. In the history of the game, out of like the nineteen trillion, that's like a rarity. That's a very yeah. yeah. Okay, you saw something that's like seeing something rare in baseball is like seeing a unicorn. Like it's it's hard to do. Yeah, there was almost a third. Like (laughs) Byers tried really hard to get him a third. Um, But anyway, the Yankees and the Red Sox played each other, and Christian Arroyo uh, 
had a hit from Joey Gallo come towards him. And it was what a, a crap game. year Joey Gallo's having, huh? I mean, he nearly got an inside the park home run because Did of it. Yeah. My thing of the right, Joey. Did I just accidentally crap on Joey Gallo? Is he having a good year? I'm pretty sure he's having a bad year, right? He, he's he is very much maligned by the Yankees fan base. Yeah, I was gonna say. Okay, yeah, I was gonna say. I knew there was a Yankees guy named Joey that everybody on Yankees Twitter was just butchering every day. Let, so let me right. tell you how bad of a year Joey. Oh God, Gallo I've I've unlocked something. Joey Gallo, when he got a walk on Wednesday, received a standing ovation. <laughs> What's his on-base percentage? I'm going to look. <laughs> I, I'm not sure. He also hit a home run the same game. So he Against he the Pirates? Yeah, against the Pirates. That sounds about right. Yeah. Um, but on this play, I believe he was credited with a triple. Christ um, alive, Joey. Yeah, he's having a – Oh, this is the – yes, yes, yes. Okay, yes. I yeah. saw somebody make a, a viral tweet about this. Um, yes. Like when, a, when you pretend to throw the ball to your dog – and they they buy it. yeah and if you can see in the far on the far right side the ball dropped about 25 feet oh yeah him. like uh, a little bit in front of the dirt in front of ll bean yeah Just, what is ll bean by the way is that a coffee shop i think it's either no i think it's a clothing company that sounds right yeah i don't drink coffee so if it is a coffee company i wouldn't be able to tell uh but yeah, Arroyo, and this was a night game too. Like, how do you lose it in the lights of a night how game? How that many people go to Fenway every night? I mean, what else does Boston have to do in the summer? I guess. <laughs> you could say that about just about any city, though. Yeah. I'm, like, TNT isn't that packed every night. The only reason that they were packed last week is because the Yankees were in town. Yeah, I was going to say. It, and PNC isn't packed because they have the Pirates. I mean, I guess. What, are the Red Sox good this year? Um, they're, I believe, 14 games back of the Yankees. But the Yankees are having a ridiculous year. Yeah, I was going to say the Yankees are like 70-3 and three or whatever the hell. <laughs> yeah, they're, they're the anti-Cincinnati Reds. Sorry, Sean. By the way, Joey Gallo's um, a, uh, batting average, 166. Yeah, that sounds about right. That's, uh, that's horrid. It, it, it's absolutely horrid. I mean, two hundred is not a great batting average either. But one yeah, batted one sixty last year too. For oh, that, granted, that was with the okay. So two twenty three with the Rangers, and then when he went to New York, he only batted one sixty with the Yankees, though. Oh yeah, he's just been terrible since he showed up there. That's one. That's one for six on average. That's, that's not, not good. No, I, I mean we consider it's like a hit every two games. Yeah, yeah, roughly. Yeah, yeah, that's not good. No, not at all. I mean, we consider like 300 batting average to be spectacular. So to have half of that yeah. approximately is not good for Gallo. But he, I believe he did get credited with a triple. He got thrown out trying to get the inside the park home run because of course he did. <laughs> but he did get two RBIs out of it. So That's good. Yeah. Well, next up uh, for the Dodgers-Rockies game, uh, they everybody likes to do the... Uh, inaugural pitch like throughout the first pitch or whatever and they had i'm not sure what kind of night the dodgers had but they had somebody dressed up in a hello kitty outfit to throw out the first pitch and as you can see by this picture you can see the ball and that is traveling far to the right yeah no that's gonna catch probably like, the cameraman and the ding dong yeah i mean i wish it would have been that good 
uh, but it, it was thrown just a bit outside. Oh, is I, that I, a, uh, a major right league reference? Camera. Yeah. Okay. Um, it, it was uh, to the right of the cameraman, I believe. It, it went not the worst first pitch I've ever seen. No, I mean, 50 cents is always going to be, you know, the contender for, for worst pitch of all time. Um, and Carly Ray Jepsen have a really bad one, too. Mm. Those are like the two gold standards of horrible first pitches. Yeah. I mean, if you make it to the plate, at least like to the distance of the plate, it's not too bad. There's some, there's some like really good, like legendary first pitches, like uh, W, like right down the middle in the first game after 9 11. Uh, Great first pitch. I mean, obviously the historical context behind it, but still, like the pitch itself, you know, by its. If we're only talking about the pitch, it was still a good pitch. Yeah, I, I mean, it, it seemed very fitting at the time. It's almost kind of like how the Patriots won the Super Bowl after nine eleven, and you know, we I were having to think about that. Yeah, like they won their first Super Bowl then, and we were huh. all happy. It's like, oh, that's fitting, and then we realized, oh, they're New England, and we hate them. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> maybe it's just me. Um, yeah, my my uh, lack of love of Boston is going to come out a lot on this show. Yeah, I don't really have a lack of. I don't necessarily think I have disdain for like certain cities, sports teams per se. I don't think so. at least I don't think I do. Yeah, I feel like maybe Philadelphia. Of, yeah, I could get that. I Not feel just like, because like I'm from Pittsburgh, just like Philadelphia sports fans are a pain in my ass. Yeah, I, I mean, I was happy that they beat. The Patriots in the Super Bowl a couple years ago. I thought I was at the time, but if I hear the phrase Philly special ever again in my life, um, I'm just a cynical person. <laughs> hey, that's, that's what fun. I've decided. Yeah. What can you do? Um, Albert Almora. Eh, try that again. Albert Almora. It's hard with the uh, alliteration. Uh, the Cincinnati Reds and the Houston Astros played each other, and he attempted and I stress the word attempted to catch a foul ball. And uh, where is that ball? It's past him. But Okay, it looks like it's going for like his left thigh. There's a person with a, can I see the manager haircut in the front row about to take it in the chin if it bounces off of him. Yeah. Kid in a yellow hat and an aforementioned baseball glove. What looks mm -hmm. like either his mom or his aunt to his right. Guy in sunglasses standing in the back just witnessing it all go down. Chuck Norris to the left of Amora. Um, the, I, what looks like an older lady in a sun hat and sunglasses looks petrified. And then dude in the hat in front of Guy in sunglasses is loving every second of it. Guy, guy in sunglasses kind of looks like uh, Sean Spears. Oh, yeah, he does. Yeah, a little bit. I don't a know why bit. he would be in a Cincinnati and Houston game. He's Canadian, but who knows? Um, but Almora, after that, did a little bit of parkour to try and like save face that he completely missed the ball. But it, it, it was it was a good effort. Good effort. Didn't. I just love seeing the reactions of fans and still shots. Like that's the that's the better part of it. Like we see enough plays where things don't exactly go as planned. But like the people, if you get especially close to the crowd. Seeing everybody in the vicinity, how they react to it, that's the best part of anything. Oh, yeah. Especially if it goes badly. Oh, yeah. More so if it goes badly. So, sometimes when it goes good, but more so when things don't work out. Uh, we do have something from NASCAR here. Um, 
the NASCAR Xfinity Series, uh, Road America. This happened in the last week. I couldn't tell you a single NASCAR driver in the NASCAR Xfinity Series, by the way. No disrespect to them. I'm sure they're good at what they do. The only reason I can is because I have it in front of me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> complete. I don't watch NASCAR. Never really have. Never got into it. Kind of like basketball. I never got into basketball. I was in a NASCAR when I was a kid. Like I young, see, young. I, I wasn't. like I, I. Sometimes it was on TV on Sundays, but it, it wasn't anything that I just like sat down and felt like I'd be fascinated with. It, it's like in the summer. I would watch. I would watch a, a decent amount. I mean, if there's no other sports on, like I guess. But I don't know. I just really liked it when I was young. I don't know why. I had the NASCAR, the NASCAR nine like video game was great. Like oh six to oh nine NASCAR video games, great, absolutely I, great. I didn't even know there were NASCAR video games. Like I knew. Oh there yeah, were man. EA Sports games. in the game. There you go. Um, not the EA Sports titles I played. By the way, college football's coming back soon. Next year. Yeah, it is. Next back. year is what they're aiming for. I'm so excited. Like, I love college football. You like college football a lot more. Than, like, I'm a casual college football fan. Like, I enjoy watching it. I I couldn't tell you a lot about. Talk to me around January when I'm in Mobile for the Senior Bowl. And I'll get more into these guys. Like, if I'm just casually. Like, I'll be into it for Penn State because I'm a Penn State fan. Um, Fair enough. Other than that, yeah, no. It's hard-pressed to have me name anybody. Yeah, I'm I'm a Notre Dame fan, and you know I I trudged through a lot of years of pain before we got to where we are now. Right. So I, I'm enjoying this for as long as I can. But back to NASCAR. Um, so Josh Balicki, uh, he was part of the Xfinity. I'm not sure if he was part of the Xfinity team. Um, I do know how that works. So like the main, the main cup. I think it's called the Monster Energy Cup now. It used to be the Sprint Cup. Xfinity series has been that forever though. Like uh, it used to be the Bush series and then they changed it, which by the way, Kyle Bush won the Bush series one year. I thought that was funny. Very fitting. Yeah. Um, so yeah, a little NASCAR history for you. There you go. I would not have been able to provide that. Uh, but Josh Balicki uh, managed to avoid uh, being in a wreck, but by doing so he ran straight into the Sargento <laughs> chief sign and managed to carry that for quite a distance, getting some unintentional advertising in for Sargento. Um, that is fantastic. Oh, it's absolutely fine. Because since he wasn't hurt or anything, it's hilarious. Yeah, that's very rarely do we get guys injured in NASCAR races. And look, the wrecks are half the fun of watching NASCAR, especially when shit just hits the fan. It's mm-hmm. great. Um but yeah, that that's that's a good little piece of NASCAR fun where, yeah, a guy's gonna have to go to pit road. He's probably gonna get lapped. Still, that's great, great for the for everybody watching, not associated with him as a as a person or a driver. Yeah, um, th- that was one of the. That was just so funny him carrying the sign along, and there's really nothing you could do. It's not like you can hit the brakes and like move past it. You just kind of have to keep driving through whatever's going. Oh yeah. It's a race. Um, going back to baseball real quick. Uh, Justin Upton, who is now on the Seattle Mariners, um, managed to hit a home run. Everything looked fine. It uh, looked like a routine home run. And as you can see from this shot, everything looks completely fine. But, you know, everything looks fine. Nothing happens with fans. 
Upton goes to celebrate with the Mariners. The cameraman celebrates with the ground because this is how it ended up. Oh, no. There's uh, nothing funnier than camera guys falling. Oh, yeah, b- because you get the you know that they fall because yes. the how it goes. Uh, so good. I mean, you always, feel bad. there's always something nice to make baseball a little bit more fun to watch. Oh, yeah, I'm not hating on baseball. I mean, it is a slower paced game. So when you get something like that, you know, just somebody eating it, just trying to do their best. It's a good time. And very fitting that you say eating it because our last okay. thing of the day happened last Monday at the Nathan's hot dog eating contest. Oh my, what happened? Uh, uh, Joey Chestnuts, um, who's been branded. I'm not sure if it's in jest or if it's serious as an American hero. I feel like it's satire at this point. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I have feel like it's, dubbing I feel a guy like who eats hot dogs as, you know, the savior of our country uh, might be a little far fetched, but, but how many did he eat? Do you know? Uh, it was in the sixties. He didn't break his record. Okay. It was like 74. I think it's 74. Yeah. So, somebody will correct me later. I'm terrible with sports stats. Um, wrestling stats got them all. It's between 72 and 74, I think. Yeah, around there. More than 70. Okay, before we look at this, at your hungriest, competing against other normal human beings, what are one, maybe two foods that you think that you could win a contest by eating? Um, Pop-tarts, probably. Pop, that's, that's a decent one. Yeah. and Those are I, filling. They are filling. But man, I, I've had an entire box at one time, like, I not good, Greg. <laughs> this was when I was younger, to be fair. I've paced oh, myself thought, a little bit I better. You meant like yesterday. <laughs> I mean, I probably could still do it. It probably wouldn't be wise for my health. I have a random one, and I think I could do it. Marshmallows. Like, I mindlessly ate like nine of them like in a minute. <laughs> So you so you did the chubby bubby or chubby uh, what what the hell is it called? Is that what it's called? Uh, I don't the, know. Sticking the marshmallows in your mouth and trying to talk. Whatever no, I just shoved them in my big fat face. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, I, I couldn't do it because like, I, I mean, marshmallows seem like they'd be very filling. Like even though there's like not oh, much to them. Yeah, I was gonna say they they're like they feel fluffy. It's like eating a quickly disintegrating pillow. I mean, I guess like I, I had like, I had one of the giant marshmallows, like the s'more size marshmallows mm-hmm. the other day and it felt like too much. Like just the standard, like jet puff marshmallows have those. You don't need the big ones because you don't want the marshmallow to overpower everything. Coffee cakes, like the little, little those are good. Ones. I don't like coffee, but I like coffee cakes. Those are good. Coffee cake is probably my favorite dessert. I I feel like I could crush anybody in a coffee cake eating contest. That's fair. Yeah. Ooh, actually, actually, straight up bread. Just, I could do that. Listen, I have a story. What so, kind? Just like regular bread, like like baked bread. Oh, okay. Like okay, I thought you just meant like Wonder Bread out of the bag. I mean, I probably could do that too. But so funny story. Before we get to we're on the topic of eating. It makes sense. I had a competition with a former like wrestling buddy of mine. He he was like 350 pounds at the time. And we went to Bob Evans and we had a contest where we could see 
who could eat the most dinner rolls. Bye bye, the dinner rolls are good. They are they are good. I had a dozen of them. <laughs> a dozen dinner rolls. Yes. I I won the competition against the three hundred fifty pound guy. I mean, it, it's half a, a source of pride, half a source of. Shock. Bob Evans' dinner rolls aren't tiny either. No, they're not. That's impressive. Yeah, no, you know what? I'll give it to you, Greg. Why not? Good for yeah. you. Yeah, you know what? You did that. You might as well get some applause for it. Um, I don't think I've done anything that crazy when it comes to like I, I don't really. I'm a smaller dude. I get full kind of quickly. Um, so yeah, no, I, I, I can't picture myself doing, doing that. That would be, that would end badly. No, competitive eating is not something I would do regularly. Uh, but Joey Chestnut, while in the midst of the competition, like this is not before or after this is while the competition is going on. Um, a protester, I'm honestly not sure what they were protesting. Uh, cause I didn't look it up. <laughs> he came onto the stage right in front of Joey Chestnut and tried to start his protest when Joey Chestnut put him in a chokehold. Oh, I did see this. Yes. Okay. Yes. Mid hot dog eating and everything. And then it just carries yeah. on like nothing happened. And he won. Like, like how, how much, listen, I'm a competitive person. If somebody is hindered by something in a competition, and they still beat you, I would just give the competition up because, listen, if you give him a handicap and he still whoops everybody's ass, you, what do you do at that point? Just be like, hey. I'm going to get second place eat. I don't know. I, I'm finding out. It, it's it's like the Nelly song. Two is not a winner and three nobody remembers. I, I couldn't tell it's you. like the Who song? The, the Nelly song that I am number one that song hmm. Have you never heard that song i probably i doesn't sound oh familiar. my gosh it does not sound familiar i like oh, nelly oh boy i do i like nelly i i, extent, I, I when i, I say I, I like nelly like i know like three or four songs and i liked them in the, in the longest yard that's 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 my uh that's my like nelly was number one part of the longest yard soundtrack? Or no, it was Training Day soundtrack. Wasn't Training Day? Yeah, Training I'm Day. Training Day, and I don't know how long. Oh. So you've probably heard the song. I'm, I'm I might have, yes. I'm trying yeah. not to get us copyright struck on our first episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just trying to find the standings for this damn thing. Why is this impossible to find? Because I'm sure everybody's talking about the chokehold that Chestnut put on them. Well, I just want to know... The results. Oh, here. Standing. I put standings, not results. Maybe that's why. Okay. Results. Okay. So let me see. Okay. Joey Chestnut ate 63. Second place was Jeffrey Esper, who ate 47 and a half. He beat this dude by like 16 hot dogs. Yeah. And he managed to like put a sleeper hold and win a UFC fight in the middle of it. <laughs> For the women, by the way, uh, Mickey Sudo, 840. Michelle Lesko, 826. So Mickey. Mickey Sudo is like her own Joey Chestnut in the women's division of hot dog eating. I didn't even realize there was a women's division. Oh, yeah. I had no idea. The women's one's more fun to watch. I've actually never, I don't think I've ever sat down to watch one. I know. Yeah, I mean, after like five seconds, I'm like, all right, I'm going to vomit. Yeah. Because it's like, 
He's just pulling it out Dip of bugs, dunking them in water, and just going that, back and forth. That's what gets me. Somebody's gonna, make, somebody's gonna make a gif of me doing this. So you do it again. I gave <laughs> him a prime opportunity boring. to do it. Yeah, you make it more emphatic. Yeah. Hey, listen, you get us trending, you make us a meme. That's perfectly fine with me because yeah. our names are on there. They can follow us. Yeah. Um, and speaking of following, you can follow Jarrett at J Bailey NFL. He's going to talk about a lot of football. What What are your predictions? Uh, early predictions of what you think could happen this football season? Well, you'll have to uh, to follow me on Twitter. Check out my stuff for Thirty Third Team and Sports Illustrated to find that out. I'm a locked locked. What's the word I'm looking for? I'm a closed book. A locked door until uh, until like the first um, week of September, like the week before the season starts. That's when I kind of start releasing all that. Um, you know, I don't know. I've, I've been pretty big on Buffalo this, this off season. I don't think that's going to change. Um, I just saw your tweet about that. Yeah. So, you know, a lot of stuff coming out with that. Keep up with it. Um, YouTube stuff as well. So yeah, Jared Bailey on YouTube, no notes pod, pump fake pod. Uh, yeah, you can find that all on my Twitter and in my link tree, which is in my bio on Twitter. You know, speaking of the bills, did they, did they institute a new overtime rule? For the playoffs, I do believe, yes. Okay. I prefer college's system. I will say that till the day I die. I think I everybody know. does. I think yeah, everybody I does. I care for the sudden death, and the NFL just won't let it go. It's not even sudden death anymore. It's very, very anticipated death. <laughs> yeah. Death yeah. you can see coming. Just just ties in football irk me. I mean, I've had the suggestion of doing a kickoff at the end of overtime where you start each team is at the 25 yard line. That's a 42 yard field goal. Yeah. And then each team gets to kick. So let's say first team makes it. Second team will come out. They make it. Then you move back five yards until one team makes it and the other one misses. And that's how you decide no more ties. Nobody gets hardly anybody gets hurt during field goals. And plus it'll really incentivize you to get a good kicker. Yeah. Everybody wins. It's like the field goal kicking equivalent of NHL shootout. Correct. Yes, that okay. that is quite literally what it I is. I like that. I like that. I, I, think I, it's, I think it's fun. Yeah, I'd be. I tweeted that. that. You would have thought that, like, I tweeted like we should eat more kittens. Like there was some dudes who were just like, "Oh, how dare you try to make kickers a bigger part of football? You stupid sack of shit!" Oh my god, but they're so important. And, and hey, I mean, you look like Pat McAfee, so of course you'd support kickers. Of course um, I do. Yes. Um. Hey, his mustache isn't as thick, but yeah, I, I mean, you, you both have fantastic qualities. I was told I look like Austin Theory. So, so you look like a WrestleMania match, just like merged together. Pretty much, yeah. <laughs> half Theory, half McAfee. Worst things have been said about me. I'll take that. Yeah, worst things have been said about me too. Yeah. Um. Anyway, you follow Jer- Jared Bailey at J Bailey NFL. You can follow me at Greg Cherry Brand. You can follow me on YouTube on the Greg Cherry Brand for the Greg Cherry Show every Wednesday. Uh, Jack of all trades coming up uh, next Thursday. Go check that out. Um, I need to be on one of those again. Redeem myself for the performance you, I put on. You do. You didn't do bad. Let, let me put it this way: like you did. It was that. It was that eight-bit music one, man. That guy, I hated that. Uh, man, that, that, that was stuff I grew up on, so I probably oh, I was not good at that. Well, I'll try to do a different round next time. How about I did guess Jacqueline, though. 
It was a you six did. left, you but did. I did get Jacqueline. Um, but hey, the two of us need to become Quizlemania Tag Team Champions. That needs to happen. We can manifest that to happen. Yeah. I, and hey, now that we're doing the show together, it makes sense. Yeah, it does make sense. It does make sense. So we'll see. Yeah. We, we will we'll, see. We'll, we'll see. That's up to, uh, to, to Adam Blompier. It is. Uh, but anyway, thank you for joining us here on Know Your News for Unsportsmanlike. We will be here every Monday at 8.30 p.m. Eastern. So we hope you can join us then. For Jared Bailey, I'm Greg Cherry, and we'll see you next time. If you want to see all our videos about real news stories that are funny, stupid, or weird, click the subscribe button below. I mean, hey, my cat's got to eat.